the swing from Groza. That's what the home team want to see. Oh, it's an ace service. And out of nowhere, this sets in the balance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. We've got another great show and another great guest, Giovanni Gudetti. How are you? I'm good, my friend. I'm good, Dave. Everything is fine here and looking forward to the next very important appointment of the season. By the way, family is good. Life in Turkey is pretty okay by now. So we have nothing to complain. A lot of things to be grateful for. Smiling there in the corner of my screen, all the way from Texas is Key Michael. Um, Howdy, y'all. Some travels, <laughs> some travels you go on, Key, but you've immersed yourself back in the world of professional volleyball. I know. I don't know how it happened. Your guess is as good as mine. I thought I was retired. I was kicking my feet up. I was like, let me just work with the CV. Nope. Here I am. Put my knee pads back on and um, yeah, playing again in the only women's professional volleyball league in the usa and it is awesome so far amazing yeah well giovanni you've got your finger on the pulse of pretty much everything uh, across the game um have you had the chance to catch up with goings on in the states yes and i did understand basically nothing <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I i'm used to I, I, i'm talking with karch the, the i mean karch kirali the coach of us pretty often because we are talking about I mean, many many issue about uh, FIB and uh, BNL and, and so on. And one time he tried to explain me how is it gonna be this American Prussian League. And one moment I said, "Okay, Karch, enough. Is enough <laughs> for me. It's too much. I cannot understand anymore how is going on." So basically, I I mean I don't like the idea too much because if I understood well, the coaches are really useless in this league. <laughs> so. That's why I was already disappointed. I'm not following so much, but maybe Key can explain us better. I can tell you the coaches have not been useless so far. And one of our coaches, you know pretty well, Jamie Morrison, he, okay. this he's is my, my coach this weekend and he okay. is incredible. I, I guess I guess I'll, I'll give you a short version of uh, just to let the, the, the folks at home, if you're curious, basically it's 44 players in a pool and as captains emerge based on individual points they get to select players in a draft so then each weekend you might be team blue team purple team orange or team gold so i'm team blue this weekend and we won 3-0 last night and yeah so you play against each other and you have the opportunity to earn individual points based on aces blocks kills etc and it's really interesting because the there there will be best players emerging but it's going to mix up every week so everyone will have the chance to sort of redeem themselves let's say there won't be one dominant vacuum bank of the AU league um <laughs> so uh, yeah it's been really cool so far it's been awesome playing with awesome players obviously like Jordan Larson, Karsta Lowe, Sheila Castro is here and I, I just I love it so far it's been so professional and if you think about we're competing with American sports like the NBA like like football like baseball just to be able to get coverage you know tv coverage for women's volleyball is a huge win for us so there's no question yeah yeah this i totally agree with you i'm so happy really so happy that there is such a thing in us right now you know because i mean professional i was actually not many people knows but i was one of the 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 first coaches after selling her when they tried to build the professional league in, in, in America, it was called USPV, 
United States professional volleyball. I was I don't even remember which year I was there, but I was two years in Chicago to promote this league, but it didn't succeed because of course, I mean, like you said, there is NBA, there is NFL, there is NHL, and that's it. Even WNBA does is not so so successful, you know. So the fact that right now there is one volleyball league in television is amazing. You know, th- just this is a big win for us, for, for the volleyball sport, for, for all of us that we live about volleyball. Then, like you said, there there are this league is pretty complicated because it's about ranking and players. And again, the coaches never win because there is not a ranking coach. So, you know, that's why I don't like too, too much. But it's in U.S. television. So this is something very, very important. But one of the things I'm worried about, Key, and maybe I'm regressing here back to the playground, is are you not scared about being picked last? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been per- picked in the first round as of yet. There, Obviously, there are some awesome players. Um, you know what? I think that's why you kind of have to put your ego aside. It's, it's the same thing being recruited by different teams throughout Europe. You're not always going to be recruited mm-hmm. by Vakif Bank, and that doesn't mean you're a horrible volleyball player. It just means that you've got to, you know, you've got to keep proving yourself. And it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be cutthroat. It's Survivor. It's Hunger Games of volleyball. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what makes it interesting because they're also they're, – they're publicizing the draft and people can watch it on Zoom and you can, there's all these really interesting dimensions that they're adding to the game. You know, they're miking up some players during the match. They're doing sideline interviews literally during timeouts. And I mean, they're really trying to make it as engaging as possible for the fans to get involved and be interested in it. So we'll see. That's enough free advertising and charity work. For Athletes Unlimited in the USA, this is a CEV podcast and we are here to talk to one of the best coaches in the game about one of the best competitions in the game. Um, Champions League, we're reaching the business end. Before we talk about your great win in the week, Giovanni, how have you found um, the way that the CEV have adapted the competition this year, the micro tournaments, making sure that the best players are, are playing the best teams and ultimately we're going to have a competition. How have you found it all this year? So I, I think that the group idea was very clever. You know, I think that the CAV and they, they really think it's very, very, very good. And the group stage were really clever. I mean, just same number of matches, less travel, less problematic, less test, you know, so... Perfect. I, I, have to, I have to say nothing. You know, also, you mean, you cannot handle nothing because you have to be, you have to perform good. So you are really, really the best team went out of the state because you have to play good, you know, three days in a row. That means also the, the, the team with the best 14 player, not only the best seven, because sometimes you need, you know, to, to, to switch the player to play three matches in a row. So I think this was was really great ideas, clever. Well, I know the integrity of the competition is something that's really important to you because when we spoke the first time for for unscripted and you and you wondered whether or not we could have the finals, which of course we didn't when the competition was abandoned, you said, "How can we do it?" Because Swedish players have gone back to Sweden and American players have gone back to America, and and you're right, it does need to be the best players against the best players, which is why it is the best competition in club volleyball. Um. 
great win against Police the other day. 25-9, 25-15, 25-20. Uh, how pleased were you with the performance? I have to say to you that we expected a tough match, but my players, they played amazing. So they were so focused, so on, on the match, so aggressive with really an incredible attention to all details that for police, this match was really difficult to play, you know. So I, I cannot say the police is a bad team. Police is a great team that just won Polish Cup and they are performing really, really well, you know. They, they did great so far. But, I mean, of course, our roster is is amazing, you know. I mean, I think this this Pakibank team this year is probably one of the best Pakibank team ever, you know, because we have best setter in the world, probably one of the best middle blocker couple in the world right now, and diagonal, I mean, there are three amazing diagonal in the world right now, so one is Boscovich, one is Egonu, one is Bella Oak, and Baki Bange, one of them, and my couple of position four are really amazing, Barchi and, and, and Gabi, you know, so Michel Barchi and, and Gabriel, Gabriel Guimareso, and our Libra is doing good, so I really... I'm really a lucky coach, so I have a really very strong team, so no question. My players, they can perform very highly. So, all the times you've won the Champions League, you've won the Cup, you, you've won the League, you've won them all at the same time, you've won doubles and trebles, but you're still here saying that, that this is arguably the best team you've ever had. What a compliment to this group of players. I really believe so because I, I cannot. I mean, of course, we we can lose any match like any team. You know, sport is sport. But I cannot. Say, I cannot say. You know, my team have have this weakness. You know, I I cannot say that. You know, I can say that Conegliano is same like us. I cannot see a weakness in Conegliano. You know, so. But my team this year is is really very very good balance. So like I told you last year, you know, we were playing amazing also last year. We were growing, growing, growing. And so I was confident also for Champions League last year. So I'm really looking forward to play every final and just to see my team in in, in tough competition because you know the also what we spoke with the team nowadays that because of this situation, you know, and then the stop of the competition last year, it is almost one year that any of us coaches and players we don't play a live or die match you know in or out match we don't know what it is you know we just play 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 but only now we start to play matches that count that if you lose everything is finished you know so this is i never test my team in that you know because last year we, did, we couldn't play any of this match we couldn't play playoff we couldn't play final of turkish cup we couldn't play quarter final of, of champions league so i don't know how, how it is my team in this situation you know that's why it's really also very exciting and very challenging to see that well we're going to find out of course you still need to win the second leg but then it's going to be the busto or chatibasi in the semi-final and if you get through that it could be the one that the i let, let's call them the cultured fans are, are predicting vakif bank versus corneliano in the final on the first of may in verona that would be huge wouldn't it yeah, I mean, I, I I can tell you honestly that I mean, if I if I'm not coach of of both of these team, I would say you that the, the best two team in the world right now are Pakistan and Colonia. Then of course, you know the, the problem. What it is, you know, the problem that, for example, you know, now like a coach, I'm not scared of my next opponent. Of course, I respect my next opponent. I will prepare my next opponent 
the best I can, you know, but I'm more scared that I can get one player positive. You know, this is what make, you know, really a lot of insecurity because you are playing great and then maybe you have, I don't know, setter and diagonal and positive and it's already, everything is changed, you know, so you cannot, you cannot, for me, like for everything, you know, so this is the only, only thing that is, bothering our life nowadays you know because it's not only about volleyball you know i'm thinking now that you know turkish airlines have, have to play this week the, the the semi-final of challenge or cav cup actually i don't remember mm-hmm. but the team didn't train in the last two days two weeks they don't train mm-hmm. for two weeks because they have a lot of a lot of kids they just now they are going out you know so but and they were playing very, very good. Probably they, are, they were favorite against Yezilut, but now Yezilut become favorite. You know, so is this is uncertainty. Is of course don't don't make the things fair and nice. But I mean, what we can do about that? You know, I like to to not worry about the things I cannot change. So of course I cannot change nothing about COVID, and so we just have to to face the situation and handle the situation while it will arrive. But okay, between us. I can say that Vakiba and Conegliano are the team that, at least so far, they are performing the best volleyball in Europe. This is such a good episode of this podcast, by the way. God, I'm enjoying this conversation. Um, Okay, well, let's dip into fan versus Dan then. Throughout this season, we have been giving fans of volleyball, fans of the Champions League, the opportunity to take on Dan in a prediction competition. Philip Mayer, at the halfway point in the Champions League quarterfinals, is neck and neck. It's 4-4, so after the second leg, hopefully, Philip will be able to pull through. No disrespect, Dan, I love you, I want you to do well, but I want Philip to win because then he gets some merchandise from those super finals that'll be on the 1st of May. Uh, Right, that's that bit done. So we've talked about the Champions League, you're doing very well, you're in a great position to get through to the semi-finals. You're also doing very well domestically. You're top of the league. You've only lost eight sets all season. Um, things are looking pretty rosy there too. We did good. We did good. I mean, again, we we are the team. What is my eight sets all season? We did good. Yeah. But we lost. We lost. We lost one match that we we, we, should, we should not have lost. I would. I would. But okay. Also, I really believe that the team need to lose. So you know. In that day, one part of me was angry because, you know, I cannot even lose, even against my daughter. When I lose something, I become angry. <laughs> and, and, she's, and she's four years and half, you know. So, But from other way, like a coaching point of view, I was happy because I know that the team need to lose, you know, to wake up, to have some wake-up call, you know. So losses are always very good medicine if you know how to take it and when to take it like a medicine you know so if you take the medicine wrong it is can make you die but if you take the medicine good it can make you ill so the same is the loss so if you know how to take it the loss is a great medicine for the team so we took one loss and we learned a lot from that but of course we did very good and again i mean i, I am lucky because i am probably the only coach in turkey that i can play with my second six and you don't even recognize that you know because my second six is also an amazing volleyball team made from amazing volleyball players so we have really 14 great players and so 
I can rotate them continuously and having the same result. And this is very lucky life for a coach. I'm curious about that a little bit. I, do you ever feel like players get a little bit complacent because everyone in the world looks at Vakif Bank like they're the best team in, in the league, in Europe? Do you, ever, do you ever see that in your players or do you make sure that every day they come in and they're working like an underdog, let's say? This is a really, that's a good question because that is the first thing basically they understand when they come to Vakiba. So when the player comes to Vakiba, understand that to stay in Vakiba, she has to train more than the other. She has to perform better than the other. She has to have standards that are higher than the other. And this is what we try to teach the player. You said, because we really say, I mean, we are not here because we are most rich, most beautiful, most, you know, have nothing. You know, we, we are here because we put everything about the work and the passion. And if you cannot work on the standard that we like, even if, it, even if you are very good, you cannot stay here. Mm. And unfortunately, in the past, I have to give up to some mm. players that they were very good, but they cannot train at the level that, that, that we like, you know. And this is this is what I believe it makes the difference. You know, plus, I believe in our club, you, you, you feel the, we like to say we are a family, you know, and, and it is like this, you know. So the player, they are not bothered from the president, from the board, from nothing that is not us, mm-hmm. you know. So we create this staff and team environment, you know, and we are very compact to- together. Nobody can enter inside and we just go for for it every time and, and we solve the problem inside us. We never let anybody come from outside. That many times this somebody that comes from outside make, even in a, with good intention, make more damage than good things. Listening to that answer, Key, can you believe that there are professional players that would mm. have the opportunity to play for a club like Vakif Bank and wouldn't adapt to the ways there and wouldn't take advantage of that opportunity? Because it sounds crazy to me. Well, it sounds, I mean, it sounds amazing, but I think people, when you're first entering into a new situation, you want to prove, you want to be on your best behavior, let's say, but... I think the true player probably shows over time. And I think you're exactly right, Giovanni, that if if people fall back into sort of lazy habits or not wanting to work, then then they're not right. They're not a good fit. So I'm sure it's not malicious when you say I have to let them go. It really is. If you want to build a culture like that, you have to continually upkeep it and continually work to create it. So, yeah, I, it's, it would be a shame for anyone to not... I don't know, put forward their best. Yeah, this, hit, is, I'm sure this is what we teach from the beginning. I mean, we really teach it to everybody. Arriving Vakibank is not your goal. Arriving Vakibank is your start. So now you have to keep the level to stay here. Mm. If you don't keep the level, you cannot stay here. And then we create, you know, a an atmosphere of, of demanding every time. You know, we create a, an ambiente where everybody want to push to stay you know this is what i believe it make us strong yeah if you don't look after the garden it becomes an overgrown mess <laughs> key shall we dig in oh let's brace yourself giovanni oh you ready giovanni oh. <laughs> a couple of questions i made up a couple of them i got from some inside sources oh um jamie, jamie yeah. morrison <laughs> <laughs> no maybe i don't know <laughs> Jamie knows us very well, and 
is yeah. was one of my best great friend of me of mm-hmm. mine and one of the best assistant coach we have been back with so far well he had only good things to say about you as well i appreciate it so digging into giovanni guidetti starting with what is your favorite u2 song bad 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 can you sing Sing us a little bit. No, I cannot sing. Come on, I'm I'm very bad. I mean, oh. but it, it, it's a song that if you because if you, if you ask to anybody, tell me you two songs. Everybody say with or without you, pride in the name of love, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday bloody Sunday, beautiful day. But if you pick with a you two lover, you know, ninety percent will say you bet because it's a seven eight minutes song live where everybody at the end just sing and almost crying, you know, desolation, desperation, isolation, let it go. It's amazing, amazing. It's another, it's a really, I can cry even now, you know. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I remember I was, I made one of my first holiday to Sardinia. I was in a car with my friend, family and friend. I made a cassette because in this moment there was, we had the cassette and there was like 10 versions of that. You know, one after another from some different life. This is, and this song is really inside my heart for sure. Did not expect that at I all. Can see it. I can see the passion <laughs> coming through. All right. If... Oh. Why you don't expect that? Even, even, even. I had this wow. song in my wedding. I tell you. With. Yes. Yes. The moment we were coming down from the stair, I really asked to put this song because it's my life song you know when i when i'm every down moment i put yeah. the song every time love it if you could trade lives with anyone in the world who would it be and why Ooh. so many i can say someday tiger boots oh okay someday the edge the guitarist of youtube and someday Bono, the singer of YouTube, because of the so many great things he did for the world. Not 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 because the singer. Um. All right. What does your perfect day look like? With or without volleyball. It's up to you. It depends. It's your perfect day. My perfect day is an amazing volleyball win, followed with an, an amazing day with uh, and play with my kids with little bit of golf mm-hmm. little bit of guitar and nice champagne with friends i mean it does sound like a great day yeah i'd be bang up for that <laughs> oh. the best ever so everything starts everything starts with the volleyball win because if there is a volleyball <laughs> loss there is not a good day i can tell you oh. that, that's for sure yeah it's already not a good day <laughs> Uh, this one's a little bit off, off topic. But if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh, this I, mean, I never think about that. I would say a bear. I like because sometimes it's very sweet. You can see, you know, because I like to be sweet as much as I can. But sometimes I have to be very aggressive. Mm. So I like this. I like this combination, you know, because in my job I'm actually I'm really aggressive. But when I come at home, I really like, I'm a teddy bear, you know, so my daughter can do everything to me and I have to accept. 
you know, so that, that, that maybe is a good combination. I feel like that says so much about you, right? Really? I mean, I, I think I'm going to ask that question to everyone from now on because that was a, a yeah. really insightful answer to your personality. All right, last question that's a little bit off. Uh, it's a would you rather. If you have to do one or the other, would you rather do the dishes or <laughs> the diapers? Uh, I do both without any, I did both and I do, I mean, I don't do diapers anymore because there is, my daughter is four years and old, but I, I cannot choose. Mm. Is, I, I believe that is, I really believe that house and the family is, is sharing, you know, so it's not a man or women job. It's not a father or mother job. So one time is me, one time is my wife and my, my daughter have to see that both of us can cook, both of us can clean, both of us can take care about the toilet, both of us can can read a book, and this is the way I want my daughter to grow. So both of them with pleasure. Perfect answer. All right, one more question. It's a little bit more volleyball related. This is from, from Jamie. Oh, so maybe I can answer good. <laughs> he thinks you're really good in the locker room with your pregame talks, and he wants to know where do you think up <laughs> your material for this? I think a lot about that. I tell you, before... Because people maybe don't even my player probably don't think. I mean, because I really believe in 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 insights, you know, and and taking inspiration and motivation. So, for example, every time I give a program to my team, at at the down of the program, there is always some. I don't want to say motivation, but some something where the player they can think about, you know. So, can be everything. One time I find something from Navy Seal. Sometimes I find something from a basketball coach sometime you know the last last time that was also funny i can tell you the story i put in the last program one sentence of carl valenda that he was a very famous equilibrist that he, he, he was going with the rope between the two high building in new york for example you know and you know because i like so much because this guy said my life is when i am i am on the rope all the rest is waiting. But the problem is that the player, they search in Google with this Carl Valenda and they find out that, unfortunately, he died in one of these, you know, <laughs> you know things. That's why he became also, you know, historical. And so, so I mentioned before a match and, and, and they were saying, okay, hope, hope we don't die like him because we have to win. But because was, you know, some, and I like that. And I like that because they were also attentive, you know, that they search about what, what I spoke. So oh, I always, always like, like, like to, to think about and I read a lot. I like to read a lot. I, I like my to read in the morning because after there is no time. So I use the morning to read and to find, you know, as much inspiration I can give to the player because I believe our, our job is not only bugger, set, attack block you know but it's much much more right because at one point everybody block and receive and set and attack almost same so you need this edge something yeah. more and and i try to give so always i think a lot what i have to say in the locker room i prepare a lot i try mo most of the time i write before i say to the team just to enter in the locker room with something that is useful and i mean that have some meaning mm. Nice. That's is that is that the best digging in we've done, Key? Do you think it, it's probably up there? I feel like we learned a lot. We learned a lot about your character, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Bam. 
This is me. I talk too much. Absolutely yeah. not. Right, we've still got the hot topic to come, but before that, it's time to pass the pod. Throughout this Champions League season, we've heard from a different club in every episode of the A Space. This time, it is Kudzerzin Kozle. Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to upset you with my pronunciation, but great news. We get to hear from member of the club, Carolina Hebda, and superstar, Benjamin Tonyuti. I'm Benjamin Tonyuti. I'm the setter of Gruva Azotti, Kajerin Kozle. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Carolina Hebda, and I'm a marketing manager of Gruva Azotti, Kajerin Kozle. It's different uh, kind of Champions League for us, for everybody, I think, this season, because uh, we play without fans. We can say that we have the chance to play uh, the first two two groups uh, in Poland. Uh, first tournament at home and second in uh, in Berhadov. Uh So for sure, uh, for us it was uh, nice to to stay in the country. Uh, after, for sure, we have to make our home uh, atmosphere. We have some guy on the bench. They are making some uh, nice thing like the. The physio uh, is pushing a lot, Pavel Brandt and also uh, our uh, physical coach, uh, Piotr. They are screaming before every game. They ask me how to to say something in Italian, for example, before the game against Lube. So yeah, it's uh, it's nice, but for sure we miss a lot of the fans because uh, uh, now we are playing like from the beginning of the season without fans. So for sure we miss them. Sure, it was a big win, big win um, last uh, last game against Lube, but uh, it's not like this that you you win one game against Lube and you are in semi final because we know the quality of the team of Lube. I think they uh, proved the last uh, um, last years that they are there is one of the best team in the world. Uh, they win everything, so we know that it will be a big battle in the second game in uh, in Kajesh. Okay, uh, we are a club with the 26 years of great history with eight Polish Champions titles and seven Polish Cups. We are happy to play for the European Cups also, uh, where we had also our good moments, playing four times in Final Four and winning bronze medal in 2003. Uh, of course, we're hoping to make best possible result this season and we hope to be present in the Champions League volley until Super Final in Verona. To play in Zaksa, it's like uh, I'm here now for six years, and, uh, and the good point is that uh, every year we, like almost every year, we qualified for the for the top eight of the of the of the Champions League, and this is important to keep this this club on the top level, also in the championship to win titles. So this is how looks Axa, uh, how look Grupa Roti Kajerin. So this is really important. To, to keep this uh, this club on this level because there is everything uh, in this club to to achieve uh, good results. The situation was strange for everybody in the beginning of the season because we don't know where we go, like about the COVID, about the rules in the club for traveling for uh, without fans. We start uh, the season with fans, then we. We have like 25% of the capacity of the of the gym, then zero. So, but in the end, now we we managed to to play like this because it's the situation is like this, and we have to to accept this. Uh, for sure, we would like to play with the fans, with everybody, because uh, we are playing great season. We are uh, we win already Super Cup. We we are in semi-final of. Uh, of the cup, we we are still in the race in Champions League. We are first in the championship. So, for the season, the season is great. 
but for sure it's it's a strange season for everybody so we just have to adapt but every everybody is doing the a great job in the in the club to 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 feel uh, comfortable uh, for now we would like to pass the pot for Vaki Punk Istanbul goodbye everybody see you thank you bye bye Giovanni, you have got opinions and we love to hear them. Key, you've got some too. And this is perfect because at the end of every podcast, we like to have a debate, a discussion. But I don't think this is going to be much of a debate because I think we might all be um, on the same page with this one. I've heard a rumour that you might be able to substantiate, Giovanni, that the FIVB have announced that Liberos are going to be able to captain teams in the future. They haven't been able to captain teams in volleyball up to this point. Um, I was just wondering what your opinion on that was. When I read the news, I said, finally. I mean, why we waited so much? I mean, everybody can be the captain, but not the liberal. Why? Why? I mean, give me a reason. You know, in volleyball, we are really stuck in some time with all the rule. Plus, we're stuck in with the fact that to change the rule, we need... You know, because I'm also a little bit inside the FIB, we need a lot of passage, you know, a lot of steps to change one rule. But this one was for me really make no sense. Also, because I really believe the liberal in many teams, it is yeah. the captain of the team because it's kind of second coach in the court. He's talking with the setter, he's talking with the blocker, he's talking with the attacker. He's the one that have to energize. I mean, to, with my liberal, I give million jobs besides the reception and the defense, you know, because I really want is the energizer of the team. I really want is the fire of the team. So why he cannot be the captain? You know, he's always in the court. He go out and in like a middle blocker. But the middle blocker, he could have been captain, but the liberal no. I explain me why. Because sometimes we have some rules that nobody knows why. You know, but so I'm really happy that it happened. And I think many coaches, many coaches Will be will give finally the, the position of captain to Libero. And I tell you also this many coaches already before they gave to the Libero the captain <laughs> of the team, but in the match they said, Okay, the captain is key, for example, because middle blocker and she came. But before they gave, I mean, but in the team rules, the Libero was the captain. Yeah, I think anybody who watches volleyball, even, even if you're watching a volleyball game for the first time, the likelihood is your eyes will be drawn to the Libero because regardless of what they do behind the scenes, they are the one that lifts the team. They're so enthusiastic. Their body language is just so positive all of the time. Some of the superstars of the game who always play with a smile on their face, who always seem to make the best decisions at the right time, are the Liberos. Um, Key, I mean, it is a debate. So if you want to turn around and defend the indefensible I... and say you hate Liberos, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Libros are the worst. No, I honestly, I'm going to be completely upfront with you guys. I didn't know that that was an actual rule written into FIVB. So this is news to me. But I, I'm, on, I'm on board with, with what Joe said. I think it's only fair that mm -hmm. every player have the opportunity to be captain. I, I would imagine it's a little bit annoying because you have to change them every time they pop out and pop back in. Just like a middle, it's a little bit of a, you know, you have to get someone else to raise their hand every time. But... I mean, if it's if it's the most solid player and with the most volleyball experience and is the off-court captain, why can't she be the on-court captain yeah. too? Absolutely. How important do you do you both think it is? We'll start with you, Giovanni. That 
that volleyball on a global stage, on a continental stage or on a domestic stage is always looking at ways that it can evolve the game, make the game more inclusive, make it more, you know, make it more fan friendly, keep it interesting for players, coaches, fans. Like how important is it to to maintain that evolution and, and keep looking at ways to improve the sport? We have to all work on that. This is the the key of the sport. I mean, when you watch sport on television, I'm not a big a big television fan, you know, of any sport. I I I, I admit, but of course, you don't want to to have a sport when where the people that watch television can change the channel. You know, in volleyball, we have mm-hmm. so many moments where some where you can change, where, where you can zap it, you know, because time out, if you are not really into, into the volleyball and there is not the microphone on the coaches that can be interesting, you make zapping because there is nothing. Change of the set, zapping. Sometimes challenge, one, two minutes, zapping, you know. So we have to make our sport that somebody cannot lose one point. You know, why people is so attracted from soccer? Because in soccer, any time can make the goal, then can say we win or we lose. That's why soccer is so interesting. Because any time can happen. It can happen in the first minute or can happen in the 99 minutes of the match. But you have to stay there, you know. And, you know, you have 15 minutes of rest, like the player. In volleyball, we are interrupting the game too much. That's why, refereeing-wise, we have to be more open. That's also what we coaches, we are telling every time take off the double whistle of the setter, for example. Because when a setter set double, is already penalizing your team. He's already giving a bad set, so keep it. He's already did something bad for his team. Why you have to stop the action? You know, volleyball is really stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. So everything can make the game more fluent. I have to make the audience that I cannot leave the match right now. Because I'm telling you also honest, myself, if I watch a man match, you know, probably till 16, I don't even watch. You know, if I'm not really interested mm-hmm. in something. But I know that everything important happened after 16. So I don't know. There, we are thinking about many, many things. I think already we are doing great, you know, in, in volleyball. But we should eliminate more timing for zapping that we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. And, and key... I mean, you've you've played volleyball at the top level pretty much everywhere you can, whether it's playing in, in the US with college or playing at the Olympics, playing in the Champions League. Now you're playing in this um, in this AU competition in the States. That Again, I don't want to talk about too much because this is a European volleyball podcast, but um, this kind of change of format does feel like an attempt to evolve the game in some capacity even if it's you know it's mixing the teams up and you know Giovanni's not happy about the coaching situation but you can't please all the people all the time you know um are you are you pleased that the game is at least attempting to change not that there's anything wrong with the format and it's a great sport that we love and people around the world love to be involved with but new is good we should certainly be giving things a chance well I think Giovanni you had a lot of good points there I think any way that we can keep the audience engaged is going to be helpful. So exactly what you said, miking up the coaches during timeouts. In this new league, we're miking up players during timeouts, players on the court. 
and things like for example if we win the first two sets it's not a guaranteed win of the entire match we have to win by overall points of the three sets or adding these individual points for each player let's say you're watching and a player gets a couple of kills in a row but then gets blocked or then serves out it's like her points are going up and down throughout the match and the entire leaderboard is always changing and shifting so I think that those kind of things, although they are hard to wrap your head around right now, if they were to get implemented more and more and became more normalized, it's exciting and it adds another layer, another sort of like layer to the onion of the volleyball game that we already love. So I'm with you on that. I think evolution shouldn't be necessarily feared if it's done with the right intentions. Do you think there is space for a- another competition? I mean, I know it's it's crazy to say because in one season your your Vakif Bank team will play in the Turkish League, the Turkish Cup, the World Club Championship, the the CV Champions League, and then you'll go on to do the the international season as well, and and you know VNL and Eurovolley World Championships, Olympic Games, and and all of these things. So the the schedule is already rammed. Do you think there would be space for a a short tournament with maybe, as you say, a, a shorter scoring system where you play up to 15 or 11 or 9 and it's just more intense, maybe a couple of games in a day, just as a way to try and to try and lock new people in? I think we should think about that. You know, the schedule right now is crazy. It's crazy, you know. But be- because I believe there is the competition are too long all of competition. So, but if we, you know, if we, if we make the competition little shorter and we create more competition, it's more fun, I believe, you know? So, I mean, this league, like for example, now in Turkey, we are 16 teams, you know, even if we play a lot of 16 teams, there are so many useless match, useless, but you have to go, you have to travel, you have to play, you know? So for, for, for a match that, that make no sense, so why, you know, but good idea. Why not create one, I mean, one European Champions League tournament, you know, just in one week you play the best 18, fuck, one week, tak, 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 tak. Koleyano, Bakiban, Fenerbahce, Novara, Busto, Exacibasi, you know, all the best team of Europe together, one week. Amazing, you know, why not? Like, like there is club or championship, one week you need. You know, you need to keep the competition so long, you know, that's what, I believe everybody, CAV and FIB, they can talk little more and little better each other because I think it is a great idea what you have. You know, like in soccer, sometimes they are taking the player three days and they play, you know, three international matches. Why not? You know, in volleyball, we, we cannot do that because there is no time for that. So we should create time for more competition where the people are, are, are more attractive. You know, this is absolutely great idea. Yeah, well, watch watch this space. It's good to know that the powers that be, whether it's CV or FIVB, they are looking at ways that we can improve the game. And and look, I just wanna I wanna make it clear that we're not getting into the sport. We love this sport, and it does so many so many great things for great people. And I can't wait for the Champions League uh, to get to the final stage. I can't wait for Euro Volley and and the Olympics coming up. Like, there's so much to look forward to, but. Maybe, just maybe, there's uh, there's space for something new and fresh. Um, I think that just about covers us for this episode. Giovanni, thank you so much. It has been a pleasure to talk to you. 
Anytime. I, will, I, I can stay here even more if you want. So <laughs> well, not, I would. No but I know he, he has to play. He has, I have he's to play, but game. you are more than welcome to stay, hang out and chat <laughs> without me. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. So, Key, before we before we sign off, just talk us through your sort of process now. You're in your accommodation, but you've got mm-hmm. a game tonight. Like, like what happens from now to the end of the match? Uh, we will drive from the hotel. We have rent. They've rented us all cars, so we're in like this bubble, right? We're all living in the hotel together, so no one's allowed to even go get their groceries. No one's allowed to go to anywhere except we order all our groceries to here. So we just go from here to the venue, venue back to here, driving our cars. Uh, we'll get there, and we have one locker room for all the players. And whatever you're, you know, you've got four jerseys in your locker and whatever you're playing that day, you put on that jersey, go out and warm up like a normal match. And then we just play three sets to 25 and then uh, have our post-game meal. They give us like little individual packaged meals that we take home and eat in our rooms and go back to bed and sleep, recover, do it again. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a bad, with, with all the situations that people are in around the world at the moment, Playing pro volleyball in Texas is not a bad place to be. I'm is telling it? you guys, it's really, really fun. It's been such a cool experience so far. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, right okay, there. I believe. I believe. Um, a little bit of admin before we go. Of course, we love to hear from you. I'm sure you'll want to get in touch with us after such a great episode with such great guests. The hashtag to do so is Let Volleyball Talk across all the socials. And if your message is a little bit longer than a tweet, then you can write us using the email address, theacespace at cev.eu. Um, Giovanni, you've got a second leg of a Champions League quarter final next week. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good luck. I mean, good luck to Police too, because they're a great bunch of players uh, and they're going to need all the luck in the world, I think, because you are looking in great form. Um, I hope we get the chance to do this again. It's been brilliant. Key, good luck. Giovanni, thank you. Until next time, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Good luck, Thank Key. you so much. Bye-bye, Dave. Anytime. Bye, everyone.